Sirius XM Sports Podcasts presents Mad Dog's Daily Bite with Christopher Russo. And good afternoon, everybody! Uh, you know, this pitch clock, by the way, is going to happen for next year. Um, you know, uh, and I think it's probably a good idea. They've shaved a ton of time off the minor league games. Uh, the games, games in baseball is to go way too long. 14 seconds uh, when there's nobody on base. 19 seconds when there are people on base. The umpire is going to essentially, uh, you know, be the arbiter of this. Now, listen, there's been many a time in the history of the sport where the umpire has, you know, not gone out there and enforced these delay of game tactics. There was a time five or six years ago, you were not, not allowed to leave the batter's box and the umpire forgot about that in a hurry. But supposedly the umpires are really on board on this. And, you know, the 14-second pitch clock, uh, you know, if the, uh, you're, going to allow, you're going to be allowed, if you're a hitter, one timeout per bat. So, in other words, if you call a timeout, in the bat, you're allowed one. After that, you know, you can't step out of the batter's box. And if you're a pitcher, you know, and if you figure out, and it, the pitch clock will stop when you're in your windup. So if you're in your windup to pitch, that, you know, the ball doesn't have to be in the air. It's in the windup uh, with the pitch clock. And it's worked in the minor leagues. And, of course, the throws to first base, you know, it sounds like you're only going to be allowed a couple of throws to first base and then in the third throw you're going to have to be able to pick off the base runner or that's going to be a ball too or that's going to be a balk in that scenario so now you're going to sit there and say that a good base runner is going to you know draw two throws and once he draws two throws he can then steal the bag with impunity uh, because the pitcher won't necessarily be able to throw over uh, remains to be seen on that. But, you know, in other words, if you're allowed two throws, the clock restarts with the 19 seconds with the guy on base. But in case, so the pitcher can't continually throw over to first base to restart the pitch clock at 19, they are going to limit it to loopholes. They're going to limit it to just the two throws. Sort of like the batter stepping out of the batter's box, calling a timeout. You know, they can do that incessantly now and, re- and you know, sort of gather themselves. Uh, next year, uh, you know, they are not going to be able to do that. And remember, these rules are going to be implemented because in the last labor ag- ag- agreement that we just concluded here in March, uh, the players, uh, you know, uh, they, there is a competition committee, but on that committee, there are only four players. There are six executives and one umpire. And of course, the, unanim- the, the, the vote, the majority vote wins. So from that standpoint, you know, the players are not going to be able to sort of, you know, I think the play, the owners want to sit there and have agreement with the players, and that is why Manfred with Walla Bañez is traveling around to all these teams to explain these rule changes for the following year and sort of have Bañez explain to the players in these meetings about pitch clocks and all that. But the pitch clock is coming, and it's going to be 14 seconds and 19 seconds, and theoretically that would speed up the game. It has in the minor leagues uh, by a whole bunch, you know, almost a half hour of some of these games. I mean, they're not looking to get the game from 305 to 258. They're not looking to knock seven minutes off these games. They're looking to knock, you know, basically a half hour off these games. And boy, oh boy, does the sport need that. The attention span, 162 games. That is the smartest thing they've ever done. And I guess if you watch a minor league game and you watch it, you know, more than one and you're there for a couple games, you know, it's seamless with the pitchers being thrown to the plate. It doesn't seem like they're rushing. It goes pretty quick. You don't even notice the clock out in left field or out on the scoreboard. Now, listen, in tennis, they have 
have the serve clock where it serve it starts and when you get in motion you're supposed to you know the ball is supposed to the serving motion then of course the clock resets now uh, they, the, a lot of the umpires in tennis the chair umps they don't enforce that you know it's sort of very it's still very it's it's a very arbitrary play you know the ump decides to enforce it you lose a first serve if you don't serve it on time but that's why you see Nadal or any of these players looking over at the clock to see what the number is but it's still not enforced with regularity uh, but in the baseball it seems like the pitch clock is going to be enforced with some regularity and it's going to begin next year so the idea that this is going to be delayed we're tried in spring training and then see how it goes then decide to nah, 14 and 19 beginning next year that's what it is right now in the minor leagues and that is what it's going to be next year. The other interesting stat, believe it or not, did you know that only 2% of the time a pitcher throws more than two times to first base? So are you going to hear a lot of people moaning, ground? well, hold on now. How about the guy who wants to throw five times over the first base? Well, only 2% of the time does that happen right now where the pitcher tosses over the first base to keep the runner in check. Only 2% of the time. Now, it might seem like more, but they've done studies for years. It's 2%. So the idea now that you're going to change the, you know, philosophy of a pitcher where you can't keep a base runner close to the bag and you're going to, you know, get him out of sorts by now not allowing him to keep the runner close to the bag. Again, it's only in 98, 98% of the time he's throwing the ball towards the plate within two pitches. So keep that in mind when you sit there and say, boy, that's not fair. You're giving the base runner plenty of opportunity to steal uh, from that standpoint. Did you also know that last year Whit Merrifield led the majors with stolen bases at 40? You know that. Did you know the year that Ricky Henderson had 100 and whatever it was, 19 stolen bases, which broke the old major league record? He basically had 40 stolen bases after the first two months of the season. They're trying to put the stolen base back in, a, in, back in the game. They're trying to do more triples and doubles and put that back in the game. Remember, baseball does all their focus groups and what they have ascertained from the fans in the focus groups is fans want more triples, doubles, more balls in play, and obviously more stolen bases in the game. That is what they have uh, figured out from the fans when they've done focus groups for the last three, four years. So the players then, this is the entertainment business, so the players are going to have to adapt to that uh, in the course of, uh, you know, next year. And it will be very interesting to see what sort of, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, backlash they get from the players. Uh, I don't want uh, pitchers specifically or, or batters who step out of the box all day. Uh, you know, and, and what sort of, um, you know, uh, what, what, what sort of uh, um, traction they get with the players to go along with this. Because it does need to be done. The baseball games are too long. And if you look at last night, I only have, certain, well, I'll go look at it through my phone last night, just for the hell of it before we do our first break. Um, let's look at the phone, uh, from last night's games and find out the length of each one, just for the hell of it. Royals and the Astros, they played a 5-2 game and the game lasted three hours and four minutes. All right. Astros didn't play the bottom of the ninth. First game of a doubleheader, the Pirates and the Reds, 4-2 is the final. The game lasted not bad. Two hours and 49 minutes. Nationals-Phillies. Again, the Nationals did not bat in the top of the ninth. 5-3 Philadelphia. The game lasted uh, 256. 
That's just way too long. I mean, a game should not last 256. I'll pick the Yankees and the Red Sox. Those games usually take forever. So let me look at the Yankees and Red Sox from last night and see how long that game just lasted for the hell of it. The Yankee-Red Sox game, which was 6-5, they played nine innings. The Red Sox did bat. Was no, You know what? It wasn't awful. Two hours and 56 minutes. The White Sox and Tigers last night played a 2-1 game. Very real, not extra innings. 2-1 White Sox and Tigers. That game lasted three hours. All right? That is what they're... Uh, let's give you another one. Rockies, Diamondbacks. Two teams going absolutely nowhere. 4-3. Uh, game was played in Arizona, 257. They're going to try to wipe off a half hour of these games. The very interesting. The Rangers and the Angels. The Angels and the Orioles, I should say. 4-1 was the final. Uh, the game was in Baltimore. Exactly three hours. Too long. I'm going to try to fix that. Want more Chris Russo? Listen to Mad Dog Unleashed weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio. Sirius XM Channel 82.